Before we begin our episode, did you know podcasting the most accessible form of syndication? The number of multimedia-ready mobile devices has skyrocketed in the past few years, and so has your potential audience. So start a podcast today. Starting at $5 a month, HipCast lets new and experienced podcasters focus on their show. Leave the boring stuff to us. Sign up at HipCast.com. How do you feel about your draft? I feel okay. Do you? I have a couple of te- uh, There was a couple of picks that I didn't 100% love, but for the most part, I think my team's going to be pretty good. Of course, I think that every year in this league, and I haven't done well in this league in about five years. So, I thought you were first. I thought you. I thought you came second last year, but you actually no. Came, I came in dead last. Yeah, you came in dead last. Yeah, yeah true. Tra- like straight garbage, <laughs> just trash. And yeah, I was. I didn't want to bring that up. I was going. Oh yeah, you can. No wait. But one year it was like a bit down to me and you, wasn't it? Yeah. Or no, you and Reina, like the year before. Oh, you're right. That's you're right. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And but it, I haven't won in this league in several years. Like it's been quite a while. Yeah, it was two. Reina is the one. Yeah, she beat me though. It's my fucking league, and I have never won. This is my <laughs> first year, so I mean, huzzah! Thank God. You know what? I'm happy for you. Thank. I mean, thank you. You know, I'm glad so much. Feel like to wear that belt. Does it it feels. Oh God, it felt, so, it felt so great. I finally got to see it. Reina did not let me see that belt <laughs> until today. Actually, she kept it for the whole. She year. She kept it for the whole year. It was in the same household, but she she wouldn't let me. She wouldn't let me have it. I was going. Um, she said, "Nope, you get you get this at the in the, in the at the draft." They go. You know what she used to do when you go to sleep? She told me about this. She would take the belt out and just hold it over you, like she would just stand above you in triumph, I almost know, nightly. I knew I felt some sort of presence over me and I'd feel like, like these like little night terrors. I'd feel myself like kind of like jerk in my sleep. And I think that's what it was. It was, I knew it. I had a fucking, oh, I don't know if there's anywhere to put this in the podcast, but. Oh no, no, go So on. I was sleeping at my grandma's house last night uh-huh. and I was sleeping in a bedroom where I don't know if I believe in ghosts or all that. I mean, I don't know what I believe in, but I'm open to the idea that there's energy, there's something going on. An aura of some sorts. And we. She has told me about several things that have happened in that house and that kind of don't make a lot of sense. And it's an old house. And I'm like, eh, maybe I'm open to maybe the, it just feels a little creepy. Yeah. So I start to go to sleep last night and like I'd only been asleep for a couple of minutes and I felt the edge of the bed dip down and I felt something brush my back and I woke up and I popped out of bed. and I looked around. There was nothing there. And I turned the light on and I see her cat come out from running underneath the bed, which I didn't know was in there. Is it a black cat? It is a black cat. But I almost shit myself because I thought it was my grandpa coming to pay a little visit. <laughs> I, shit. I was going to go sleep in my car last night if I didn't see that fucking cat. Oh, you were, you were like, going, game over. We're done here. Yeah, that's exactly what I said. I said, I'm fucking out of here. And I started to walk outside and then the cat followed. But when I, I woke up, turned the light on, the cat had gone back underneath the bed. So I was like, there's nothing here. This is fucking bullshit. So when did you finally see the cat? Did you see? I walked out in the living room, looked around, trying to find out where that fucking cat was. I come back in the bedroom to like grab my shit and she came running out from under the bed. <sighs> Did you curse that fucking cat's name? Yes, I did. Actually, I don't know that cat's name. We just called it the black cat. Oh, my yeah. grandma stole that cat from a neighbor. She just started feeding it and petting it, and all of a sudden, the cat lives there now. Well, that's usually how it goes, right? Yeah, my you feed a, me. You're my yeah. you're my new owner now. My grandma's a cat thief, <laughs> cat burglar. But did you say she's dad joke? I know that's that's borderline right there. Right, we're gonna we're gonna end it on that one. We're gonna start off Yikes. right here. Keeping it nerd. Welcome everyone to another episode of Keep It Weekly. This is issue number fourteen, um, and this is the usual weekly, like I guess, update on what's going on in the nerd news. And, and we knew for sure what episode it is this time. Last time we, we weren't quite sure. Exactly, I, I said it with confidence, <laughs> with a little bit more confidence. I think this is thirteen or fourteen, maybe. Not really sure. I'm not good at numbers. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> and if you don't know who that voice is, I believe everyone should know who this voice is, right? Special contributor to the podcast, super more frequent contributor to the podcast yeah. these days. Now in person, exactly. special contributor to the co- podcast, Jeremiah Dempsey. What's up, guys? And uh, as always, I'm your host, Vince Mastao. And yeah, a uh, special surprise for us. Uh, Jeremiah is actually in I'm going to say studio, I'm going to play air quotes uh, today, uh, joining us uh, for the weekly uh, instead of doing it remotely as we usually do. But you don't know that because, you know, we do such great work with our post work. magic. Exactly. I don't, you're not supposed to, I guess I shouldn't have told people how the sausage is made. <laughs> Man, am I happy to be here. This weather is so nice. I went to sleep <laughs> a couple of nights ago and I had the window open. I had the fan on. I'm sleeping on top of the covers and I woke up at three in the morning shivering my ass off because, oh, this is what it's like to have a breeze from being anywhere near the ocean. So your it's skin amazing. became thin, basically, right? You're just, now you're just so that super sensitive. You now. watch your fucking mouth. I'm sorry. Oh, not... Or not, you know, metaphorically, he literally, you mean my body (laughs) has changed. I've mutated to uh, accommodate the desert conditions is what you're saying. Exactly. Exactly. You know, you got to (laughs) assimilate somehow and that's just your body telling you like, yep, you're, you're one of them now. Uh, Apparently I am. You're uh, yeah. you're from Scott. You're living in Scottsdale, right? Yeah, yeah. So are you a Scottsonian type deal? Um, they they still. If you're living in Scottsdale, I don't. I've never heard the term for that. The general Phoenix area, they call themselves Phoenicians, which sounds Phoenicians. Yeah, that sounds close to Felicians or Felicios. There's a lot of hyperbole there. Well, if you're lucky, I'm gonna go with Scottsdaleans lucky, or something okay. like that. I I feel like that'd be a little bit something more better than. Phoenicians? Is that what you said? I don't like it. I'm never going to call myself that. I'm yeah. from the Bay. There you go. Woo! That's right. Always in front of shit. <laughs> hyphy. Oh, look at that. And you're sipping on the hyphy juice right now. <laughs> uh, well, um, welcome everyone to another uh, episode. So today we're actually going to go over a couple points from last week. Uh, we're going to kick it off with, well, I know everyone always thinks that this is like a DC hating mongering show, but... Um, I actually have some good news, I guess, or at least uh, optimistic news. Uh, DC, Worlds of DC is now our greenlit a Supergirl movie. Before a fucking Man of Steel sequel, they got to go ahead and make a Supergirl movie, uh, which is in the works. And they have this guy named Oren Uzel writing the script. And his previous work was 22 Jump Street. I never saw 22 Jump Street. I got to be honest, neither did I. Did you see 24, uh, 21 Jump Street? I did. I don't know that I enjoyed it as much as the general public like i and it just it i couldn't get on the hype like i couldn't believe that it was this movie's so funny and the action is so amazing i was Channing tatum i don't know eh. it was like, okay okay yeah. so you thought it was no yeah right. I, I i didn't i didn't i didn't i'm not putting it up there like going, oh shit this is like one of the funniest things ever because yeah I had Channing tatum and then they had the jonah hill and it had jonah hill was it still fat jonah hill or he was skinny ish jonah hill mid mid, mid fat that, yeah. Fat, so this know. was, I think, was this supposed to be after uh, Moneyball? <laughs> I believe it was. Yeah, yeah. So it was before he, I guess he was starting to trim down after getting all that weight for Moneyball. Gotcha. Yeah. Because that's really when he started to take himself seriously as an actor and he decided to have his body follow. Yeah, um, sure. Okay. There was a certain segment of the population for whatever reason, the sort of teenage, you know, college student, that kind of thing. It really hit with them. And for me, I thought it was just okay. Like you said, so yeah. I didn't, I didn't catch the second one, but I'm assuming it was in the same vein. If anything, I was going to watch the second one because I saw Rob Riggle, uh, <laughs> was going to be in it as well. So like, all right, great. Like, that was a, that was a character I thought. Is uh, he doing me. his quote unquote Rob Riggle character basically? Like, I, his, yeah, I was listening to the Bill Simmons podcast a while back or rewatchables actually, where they go back and watch, you know, classic movies oh, yeah, watch yeah. over and over again. And when they did, the uh, stepbrothers one, they were basically like, that was the first time we saw Rob Riggle. And now every time you see him, he, oh, he's doing like the Rob Riggle thing. Yeah. 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 He yeah, sort he of was, yells and he's, you know, over the top. He gets, yeah, yeah. Where, he, where his pitch is just goes, pa, yeah, pa. Yeah. yeah. I just want to pitch you in the, pitch in the face. Yeah. Kind of, uh, kind of, a, yeah, he did have that same yeah, kind of demeanor. Well, like I mean, his, yeah, he, he had it that way in, uh, in 21 Jump Street. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah. So, true, true. Uh, 22, I mean, you just saw like a little tease of him. Uh, in the trailer, so that's why that was the only reason why I, I, I was gonna watch it, but I never end up watching it anyways. Right. So, so I, you think you think they're jumping on this Supergirl thing because of the Captain Marvel, like people so being so excited for Captain Marvel, like this is gonna uh, be their sort no of because Wonder, they had Wonder Woman, right? So I think <sighs> yeah, I think Captain Marvel was the answer to the Wonder Woman success, like going oh shit, like DC was like uh, I mean Marvel was like going okay, there was a you know woman uh, heroine that was well received. 
you know, by the public, uh, we better get on, we better get on board, even though we're, you know, light years oh, you know, right. ahead of right. the, see to know. me, Wonder Woman almost, I, maybe it's just because culturally like Wonder Woman as a character is much more well-known, I think, than certainly Captain Marvel or Supergirl, really. Yeah. And more respected in general, I think. So I think I almost didn't even see her as like, this is the female answer to these male movies. Like, But Supergirl's a little bit more of a lesser-known character. Like, do you remember the movie from, oh, from God, the early the 80s? 80s? No, yes. no. I, I, I vaguely remember it. I just remember her being held captive most of the time, or at least in this portion where she's like an egg-type uh, jail Man, we really and, should have watched that movie to prepare for this. It would have been really good. There could be a How Did This Get Made about that. I'm pretty oh, sure. I'm pretty sure there is one yeah, out there, there probably right? is, actually. Um, I just remember watching that movie with Rudy. I told you about him last week, hoping to get him on the pod. He's actually not available this weekend. I was hoping to sort of oh, put something together God, that. Oh, that would be perfect. But next time I come to the Bay, we'll get him on. But the uh, yeah, we, we took a trip to Las Vegas once when we were like... 21 maybe and uh-huh. it was on one of these tour buses like you ever taken a tour bus for like longer than or been on a bus for more than a few hours uh no i've been it was like an hour like of the city set up deal. through his parents predominantly spanish speaking but of las vegas from the bay area to las vegas through oh, the church or something oh god okay so there's a group of us that are barely 21 and then all these older people and it shit show the driver fell asleep at one point and we woke up in the middle of the night to the bus screeching bumping no no going over all the rocks that are on like the side of the road while we were going through the sierras and the guy tries to make a joke oh these guys won't let me sleep up here no fucking shit so we didn't sleep anymore oh yeah of course now you're on you're on alert now and we were told we were staying at circus circus and it turned out we were staying at the um the uh oh god what's it called the uh the sands no oh the sands would have been lovely. Any, an old hotel that would have been torn down would have been better. This no, the motor lodge that's in the oh, parking shit. lot of the circus circus. Yes. I remember the, uh, it was like, a, <laughs> so, it's overshadowed by the circus circus. It's like a little like correct 20 unit in the parking lot <laughs> marked off by a cyclone fence. And they had eight of us in one bedroom. So, while we were uh, right when we first checked into that room, while we, everybody was staking their claim, you know, we got like four dudes on the bed, people yeah. on the floor in between the beds and the wall. One guy sleeping in the bathtub. Um, one guy sitting up in a chair. Supergirl was on TV. And I, I remember it was probably 17 years ago. We all sat around watching that shitty movie because Rudy didn't, didn't want Rudy. to get ready to go to the casino ah. because he was watching Supergirl. I was going to say, was Rudy the reason why did he just basically really want to like stay there and watch the whole? That is exactly what happened. And would he defend that movie? Supergirl. Oh, absolutely. What? Of course. Fuck. Why did you bring him? God damn it. <laughs> I, Jesus I Christ. Oh. Shout out to S2. We'll get him on here at some point. Oh my God. I mean, he, he can defend that movie with, with, with a straight face. Well, I mean, I, I don't know if he's being honest with himself, but yes, he will look you in the eye and find a way to give it a positive spin of why it was enjoyable. Well, he needs, not be Warner hard. Brothers needs to get on their fucking ass and get him on their, on their marketing he, team. He would be, he's drinking the Kool-Aid for oh, sure. God. So now I'm thinking about that movie and how it was very kind of tongue in cheek and she was not an empowered no. hero. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, she way. wasn't. I remember that. Yeah. I'm not saying they're going to do that in this movie because I think female empowerment is, it's a great thing anyways. Yeah. And it, at this point it's becoming more of a focal point, more of a yeah. focal point, much more part of our, you know, cultural sort of lexicon now. But being that they're tabbing a director of a action movie, or, you know, the writer of an action movie with a comedic sort of spin. Do you think they're going to take a lighter tone to this movie as a counterpoint to the sort of heavier DC universe? Um, but the last was the Justice League. That was they kind of tried to lighten it up with like some of their like jokes and like uh, tones and stuff. So I think, yeah, they will go that same route. They're going to try and go the route of like, going, all right, we'll be serious with, you know, with hints of humor. So sprinkled in throughout the throughout the film. I mean... I, I, did you watch any of the Supergirl uh, CW show? I tried to watch the pilot and I couldn't make it through the episode. Yeah, I'm I'm like kind of fighting through it through Netflix. Okay, I'm kind of I don't know, like forcing myself. I was going to say, or, are you enjoying it at all? Mm, I mean, that's how I felt with Arrow the first like eight episodes okay. of the season, and I was it was hard for me to swallow. But then I can't, I revisited it uh, mm-hmm. after the year like when it was close to its season finale, and I binge watched the rest of the you know, episodes are like, Oh shit, it actually got better. Okay. So that's what I'm hoping with Supergirl. It just, I haven't hit that, that point yet where I'm like, okay, it's going to be, it's going to be good. But I mean, so far from what I see on uh like with the crossovers, when yeah. they do that, 
she's like the character's great in like those small dosages I think right. uh, but I also think that the show suffers because I think it's a character that is heavily uh, independent uh, heavily uh, dependent on like needing effects like okay. it's kind of hard for me to see her like use her laser vision on a fucking gas truck and all of a sudden you see like it's like an M80 going off. It's supposed oh. to be like fuck it was like you know big Michael Bay type explosion but it's like right. it's like pop like like uh, this is done unironically. It's not good. It totally takes you out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah, so that's why I think it's hard for me to uh you know get get my mind around it. And I mean I'm hoping like I said I'm hoping that this this movie will actually do do well for them. Is it a movie that will get you out in the theater to watch? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, okay. I'm still, I'm still going to be watching Aquaman at the end of the year. Okay. So, I mean, will I be watching the first weekend? Probably not, but I mean, it'll still get me like thinking like, all right, you got my, you've piqued my interest. I just, I just need to see how you're, you know, what's your, how you, how you guys are going to approach this. Okay. And also obviously maybe their trailers will give me that idea as well. Are you going to see it as a fan? Or are you going to see it as an obligation as content for this podcast? <laughs> I can't tell you that now, can I? <laughs> <laughs> Again, going back to not not talking about how the sausage is made. Exactly. You know, um, I, I th- I'll go half and half. Um, yeah, yeah. Obviously, as as an observer and as also like a fan of the of the community. Well, I'll use my movie pass as long as there's still a company to go watch it for. Uh, Will, will they have a time? Will they have a time sell available for you? Because, geez, I think they're having a lot. I think that's the biggest problem right now, right? Yeah, I'm almost subscribed to that just to be part of the ride in the wave of watching their company go down in flames. <laughs> <laughs> I got to be honest with you. Well, They've you, changed their terms of services and sort of how this uh-oh. the whole service works. Yeah. Tw- twice now in the last two months. So good. Not good. Not good. So you'll use your movie pass on that if, it, if it's available. Yeah. If I can watch it for free. Yeah, for sure. I will. I'll watch it if it's well, I think maybe the second weekend yeah. or uh, depending on when it actually releases, if it's a slow, one of those slow weeks, like going, Oh, okay. This, there isn't anything that's going, you know, head to head against it. Yeah. Like, uh, or anything, you know, really formidable. Like, Oh yeah, yeah, I guess I'll watch it. I actually went to the movies earlier today. Oh, and, did you watch? Uh, well on movie pass, not a lot available to me. They don't have all the movies that are out in the theater available yeah. to go watch. Um, so I, it was the, I had the option of seeing the Meg, which I, I oh, like a good corny the, the shark movie. Yeah. Okay. But it wasn't playing at a good time that I wanted to see. And, uh, it was like that. And, uh, I can't remember what else was real. Not, not much. So you watched the other one. Well, what I ended up seeing was, uh, the spy who dumped me, which I wasn't totally looking forward me. to Mila Kunis and, oh, yeah, yeah. uh, um, Kate McKinnon. Yeah. Yeah. Super enjoyable actually. Really? As like a spy kind of thriller. They're fish out of water. These, you know, dealing with in espionage and this whole thing. Super, super really good rated R comedy and the oh, fighting and R. stuff. Oh, okay. Is, yeah. You see Mandic within the first 10 minutes of the movie probably. So. Okay. Well, I'll be out there then, right? Yeah. They're dropping dong. You got to go see it. <laughs> and actually as like a spy kind of thriller action, like pretty good fighting, kind of like some gross, violent kind of so stuff. So you saw double O and seven. Yeah. yeah. Right. It's, okay. Double O NC 17 is what I watched. I'm pretty oh. sure. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, totally worth watching out there. Anyways, not to get too far off. Well, track, we'll, we'll, I, I would we'll, we'll plug uh, the spy who dumped me. Yeah, yeah. Right, there totally you go. Everyone, uh, everyone go uh, catch it out there. Was it the first weekend? I believe this was the first week. It might have come out last week. Actually. Okay, I'm well, still within the, sure, the, but it's recent. It's within the, within the last week or so. All right. Well, uh, um, well, all right. So before point we, being, yep. if you go on a Saturday or a Friday, what day is today? Friday, Saturday. Today is Saturday. Today is Saturday. <laughs> Go early in the day to Redwood City Century. You can get in there and see any movie with no problem whatsoever. Then that's when I'll be watching that's Supergirl. What I'm you go see Supergirl right. early in the day. I'm, I'm actually I'm also interested to see who the who would they cast as Supergirl. Who I was you, wondering who if you, you had heard anything. Oh, uh, if you if you were gonna just select like someone. <laughs> Who's the chick's name? I should the chick. Who's the young lady? <laughs> the young lady. Uh, is it Allison Bree? Is that her name? The, oh, from uh, uh, Community. Um, yes, I think, or wait, I'm getting confused now. So from, I'm, I know her from Glow and I might be getting the yeah, yeah, confused. Yeah. Wait, is she the brunette or is yeah, she she's the brunette from, okay. uh, I'm uh, confused. Who's the bra, who's the blonde girl from, uh, from community from, from Glow. Oh, from Glow. Do you know, I'm going to look it up real quick because I'm imagining her in her costume from Glow and it sort of has super girlish type vibes because she plays like a American, all American hero type. Uh, Let's see here. Glow. And sorry. Terrible. This is me not doing any. No, no, no. Let's see Allison Brie. Oh, Betty Gilpin. Let me see. Debbie Egan. Debbie Egan. That's the one. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I could see her. Uh, I don't know if you could see. I mean, well, the photo that they have here, I, 
oh here you go they, they have a picture of her and her uh okay if they took the tone down the makeup here and you know maybe straighten out the hair all right yeah i could see i could see her possibly being a supergirl and I enjoyed her very much in that she's like, there's sort of a, there's some cutting sort of comedy in there. She, there's a little bit of sarcasm. That's good. She is fairly believable, although she's supposed to be bad at the wrestling, you know, throughout the show, but she has it in her with the athleticism to be, you know, to be able to fight and whatnot. Um, I don't know. That's the first name that came to mind. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. And not a total DC has gone the way of having actors who are, recognizable for the most part oh got it yeah, yeah so this doesn't totally follow that although glow i think was fairly popular so there yeah. there would be a lot of people who recognize her but she's not she's not like a mainstream like she's like in like so many of these like blockbuster movies already out there yeah because um, yeah it's a it's a netflix netflix show right. not like a, a network show where you just see well, she's like, not ben affleck i mean she's not yeah that, you, you know she's not jennifer gardner she's not a, yeah yeah totally that's out there. I, I my i guess my choice would have been adrian pentecki uh, if you've seen her, I'll show you on my computer right yeah, now. Yeah, let me see. She she was uh, in G.I. Joe uh, oh, Retaliation. Okay. She okay. was, uh, what do you call it? Yeah, Lady Jane. And oh, okay. Let's see. She's also on that show, The Orville, with uh, Seth, God, oh, okay. Seth Rogen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Name. Yeah. Um, I can see her because she was also on that show, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So I've yeah. seen her, like, her body of work, or at least, you know, handling like combat scenes. So yeah. I think she could be able to, you know, and I think uh, she was she was uh, tapped to be Wonder Woman on the uh, TV show for when they were they were thinking oh, okay. about yeah, NBC yeah. was thinking about doing a TV show Wonder yeah. Woman. They tapped her as it. They put her in the costume, and I don't think it was well received. So I think they just uh, you know they said nope, we're we're gonna pass on that. Yeah, totally. Um, but I mean. Uh, that's why I'd, I'd think the, they would, they could they could go. But I mean, obviously, like you said, like the DC may just go the route of someone who's like less more recognizable. And um, I may here I'm pulling this up right here now for you. Oh, see. I remember. Yeah, yeah I remember when see, those photos came out. Photo um, came out, and it was like. They, obviously, I think it was just because, because the costume just looked too super cheesy. I was just going to say, it looks like somebody just cosplaying yeah, exactly. Wonder Woman, basically. Um, so it's probably some good choices they made to update the costume and sort of oh, go away God. from that. That does look a little bit cheesy. Yeah, like the over like the uh, plastically uh, plastic body looking thing. Um, but yeah, uh, we don't have any dates, anything else on that. But that was the news from there. Um, along with uh, DC News... Um, CW, the Arrowverse, they cast uh, Batwoman for their annual like crossover event that they have. Okay, so it's going to be Ruby Rose, uh, who's going to play Batwoman, who's Kate Kane. Um, she's been in John Wick too. I think she. Oh, you know what? She was in the movie The Meg that uh, oh, really? you were going to watch. Yeah. So I had an opportunity had to see her work this morning, and I yeah. did not take advantage. Um, and she was also in the Triple X. I don't know what you've called it a sequel. Or what, what would you call it? The sequel to the Triple X series or whatever it was. But right. In the most like recent one. Xander Cage. Xander Cage Returns yeah, type deal. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think it's a pretty good casting. She see, um, I see it from John Wick and from Triple uh, X. She seemed like she could really, uh, uh, what do you call it? Hold herself in, in a fight. It's believable that she can, uh, you know, kick ass. So it's good for them. I'm glad for that. Uh and I'm not sure what they, they, they're also saying they're going to make it probably a spinoff if, if depending on how, how her character is received and, you know, during the, during the crossover event. Well, these shows must be making tons of money for them. So I think they'll look to spin off probably as many of these until they run the well dry. I yeah, assume. yeah. Yeah. I mean, they were, they were, I mean, they're kind of like running the well dry a little bit with a, like I said, Supergirl was kind of like, it's still, it's, I think it's on a lifeline along with their other show, like Legends of Tomorrow. It's right. kind of like, eh, I'm still watching them just because I feel right now I'm invested. Like, well, I've already watched like the least for the last four seasons. Like, I'm like, I still got to watch it. And I, right. and I feel like I always put myself the glen of punishment, like Flash last year, like it was total <laughs> trash. So I shouldn't have watched it, but I sat there and I watched the whole fucking thing and it was horrible. So I'm hoping that this will actually breathe a little bit more life into the, the CW uh, franchises of yeah. uh, the DC shows. So I was just reading right here cause I don't know as much about what's going on with Batwoman in the comics, but apparently at this point she's actually a lesbian character yeah. and one of the more high profile sort of, you know, gay or lesbian sort of characters in, in their uh, universe, comic yeah. universe. Anyways, do you think that's a spin that they'll continue with this character? 
given the sort of where our so. country's at right now, do you think the CW? Being yeah, a, yeah, know, they will because uh, in. they have a couple of their characters already are on the shows. Okay, um, yeah, that's I don't great. think you can follow them, but no, no. Um, Katie Lois's character on Legends of Tomorrow, mm-hmm. she plays a, I guess you say more bi- bisexual okay. uh, character, but she's been leaning more towards like the women sure. in the last uh, last season or so. Um, and then I think another one, a character on the Supergirl show, oh, uh, the okay. sister of uh, of Supergirl itself. She uh, She's also a lesbian. So, so yeah, I, I think it's... It, 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 off to CW. Yeah. For yeah, having the, you know. the guts to do that. That's great. Exactly. They move forward. They're, they're a forward-progressing uh, company. They know what they're doing. Oh, they're not They're not afraid. Um, yeah, and uh, I'm, I'm moving along with the CW, not CW, but like more DC stuff. So, and... and yeah, how more, could you call this a DC-hating podcast? This is basically all we're doing Exactly, right? right? And, you know, and then there's a Black, black Mask... Uh, villain uh, in the Batman universe. He's actually going to be the villain in the Birds of Prey movie, which is going to be heavily, if you're not familiar with the Birds of Prey, they're actually a female, female, like a super group. Okay. Um, they, they vary. So from who, time, who do we have in there? You got usually. Batgirl. Okay. Uh, I think Poison Ivy at time from time. Okay. And uh, Canary. But they're actually making this more, they're calling it a Harley Quinn spinoff Birds of Prey movie, which is on like, I kind of don't agree with DC's uh, approach because it's like going, Oh, I know you're using the popularity of Harley Quinn right. and how Margot, Margot Robbie kind of like crushed it, crushed her performance. So they're like, all right, let's, let's play on to that and we'll make her in this, in this film and give her this group. Well, she actually technically never really was part of the group, right? but now they're going to say, sho- yeah, they're shoehorning her in. There, yeah, exactly. And I mean, I'm not so too opposed with it. It's, it's fine. Because but, you're already going to have that character. They're going to do a, another Suicide Squad movie, yep. right? And they're going to do that Joker movie. Joker yep. and Harley Joking, Quinn. Are they doing a Joker Harley Quinn movie? That's what it's saying. I'm not not the Joaquin Phoenix one, right? Not the origin movie. I don't know if it's the same movie or not. It oh. says that there's a Joker and Harley Quinn movie in the works, and potentially a Harley Quinn solo movie um oh then you're going on top of that yeah it says that there's going to be yeah the, oh no so it's a different movie there's two joker movies in development oh, God. one that's the origin story and one we were now, doing so, you were doing so good with me killers. being happy with I uh a natural born killer style sort of criminal love story thing that would involve margot robbie reprising Jared, her role and, and the, jared the leto? joker i'm assuming jared leto because or i don't know i mean i get that's just an assumption i oh. i have no idea hmm so you're not excited about that? Well, I'm not excited about that. I mean, I just want to I'm trying to hit the quote of my DC hating ways. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Uh, well, we we uh, can go non DC. But yeah. I mean, it's just uh, if they if they do go that route, I don't I don't think it'd be too popular, or at least it would be it would be a strange way of them trying to set up their their franchises and their the the you know the foundation for their all their movies. And I, I don't know what, in what what direction they're going anymore. They're, yeah. I think they're going like five different directions all at once and you're, you're laying that's throwing a lot of eggs into the basket of that character from a movie that was out what was it three years ago now yeah I think so. so when are these movies coming out i think they've uh they underestimated the popularity of that character and i don't think oh. they struck while the iron was hot and now you're gonna hope that content better be really good because people are gonna shit all over that if you come out with something that's subpar several years later oh yeah yeah exactly you're gonna you're gonna hit a sequel that came too late you know, it's like these Avatar movies. Like, who wants to see these movies a decade later? Oh, you might. I don't know. Oh no, I tried to watch the fucking first <laughs> it, it, Avatar. It does not hold up. No, I didn't. Even, I didn't make it through. <laughs> I was watching. I, I, I was like, going, what, what's going on here? Like, I tell you the truth, I haven't I even watched the whole Avatar movie before. Before yeah. this, I watched it They're, in pieces. It's bad. It's long. It's. I think I mean, there are the, parts the that, are okay. Here yeah, and there. there's parts that are visually appealing to look at when they're in Pandora. They're bioluminescent shit. The story's lame. It's contrived. It's totally derivative. There's nothing sort of new about it. Yeah, the the special effects are okay. There's Poca- Pocahontas meets the Smurfs type uh, type deal. Yeah, type, uh, it's meets, basically you know? Pocahontas, Fern Gully. Smur- oh, I mean, go, Fern, I mean there's yeah. a lot of that. It's very derivative of those stories. Now you're gonna wait like 10, 12 years before the next ones come out, like. Who gives a shit at this point? James Cameron does. He cares a lot. That's why he takes a decade to make this stuff. He but cares for the money. Yeah, actually. well, that's for sure. And I, I don't blame him. That first one made 
a bajillion dollars. But at this point, are those movies, do they even have a chance to be a fraction of as successful when you can't ride the sort of well they're kind of riding the of wave off the, the off disney right because well, they have trying. they have the new uh, ride over there in disney world right well, they have a whole yeah they have the pandora land they have the world of avatar and they have a a new ride that's fairly popular but even that's been open for over a year now and it's still the the ride the uh what is it called the I can't think of the name of the ride. Now. There, there's two rides in the land. Yeah, yeah. One of them is one of the more like one of them's a river journey. And then the other one's sort of one, more, one's more like a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, you're riding sort of the. Is it like a 3D uh, it type deal, right? You're putting yeah. on glasses and, and stuff exactly. like that. Yeah. A simulator. Yeah, it's a motion simulator. There you go. Okay. Yeah. And that's popular. Ish. But mm-hmm. now by the time these movies come out, they're already going to be losing sort of. A lot the, of the steam. The steam from the. Yeah. And as far as the movies go, I think I've. They made a lot of that first one made a ton of money, but I can't, I don't know that many people that still ride for that movie now. No, you know, you know, uh, Raina um, had a coworker who watched that movie like twelve times. Whoa, twelve times times what, two and a half hours of uh, you you sat there and watched that movie for like a whole fucking day straight, basically. If you had, I'm like going. Wow. I can't even sit through for once. How the oh. fuck can you watch it twelve times? I don't know who this person is. Is this person a listener of the podcast? Uh, no. Okay, this person's an idiot. That's just, there's no two ways around it. That's just not something, I mean, you know what? I shouldn't say that. If they can, if that's you know something what? they enjoy. But that, they, they watched great, it but. 12 times back then, right? So I want, I, I, I kind of want to revisit that and say, can you watch it again? Like yeah, I once? dare you. I dare you. And they'll, they'll probably be going, I don't know what I was thinking. Uh, I, 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 I threw up in my mouth a little bit just thinking of the thought that I, I watched it 12 times. I, I'm ashamed of myself. Please. Yeah. Well, I, I have a feeling that DC is potentially going down that same that same road in terms of you put the secondary sort of wave of content out way too late because you weren't, didn't have the foresight or the trust to believe in what the success of the content you're putting out currently that Harley Quinn was incredibly successful. Everybody's cosplaying at it. Yeah. it you know, girls are, you know, idolizing that character, you know, younger, that sort of, you know, yeah. late teens, early twenties or, you know, she's like, you know, feisty and she's, she's feisty. Yeah. She sexy has a and she's yeah. pretty and she's like attitude, sassy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, and you know, she's, she's not news. the typical like a uh, cookie cutter, like, Wonder Woman, like I'm the American hero type. I'm going to, you know, do what's best for right. the world. Like they're like going, look, she's being rebellious and still doing good type deal. Yeah, you know. So I don't. I mean, I don't know what they're gonna do with that. And I, I do give them kudos for choosing Black Mask as the villain because he's not one more one of the more uh, villains that you've ever seen on screen. You've already seen Two Face, you've already seen Penguin, Joker, mm-hmm. and things like that, and Riddler, like Black. <laughs> Oof. I would love it if they would have brought back the penguin. They would have had Danny DeVito reprise his role. Oh, I don't oh, know if so I could good. see after seeing him in uh, Always Sunny. Like, I, can I see Frank? Frank actually, you know, go back into being, uh, you know, the penguin. Like, no way. Like, he has to have Charlie right next to him the whole time now. Like, he'll be his uh, sidekick. Uh, I don't think I can. I can never think of Danny DeVito playing any part other than Frank after I was seeing him uh, birthed from that couch when he was inside oh. and he was covered in sweat. And <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's right. The greatest. The oh greatest. my God. Uh, anyway, I was watching Black a lot Max. of clips lately actually of uh, it's um, always, always Sunny. sunny. Yeah. Oh my God. It's amazing. Uh, I can't wait till that comes back. Um, let's see here. Yeah. So they're going to do, they're going to make that the villain, make him the villain of the Birds of Prey movie. So I don't know when the, once again, that will come out. Hopefully, Within the next what two years before the iron slow, you know the steam of this engine slows down. Yeah, because I mean they'll have Aquaman, they'll have another Justice League movie, and I think they'll have Shazam. Those are the three movies I think. Oh no, Wonder Woman. So they'll have right. like three movies in their in their universe that are being released, but nothing that will remind you of like oh yeah Harley Quinn. Well, quick, we'll just take a, take a quick break and we'll be right back. Hey, Anthony, did you hear we're on Stitcher now? Uh, I didn't realize we were so popular with the knitting and sewing community. Oh, my God. Was that another dad joke? Or is this you being dumb? Maybe just a little bit of both. Oh, God. Okay, well, I'll let that one pass. I'll go ahead and drop a little knowledge on you. Based on the Wikipedia page, Stitcher is an on-demand internet radio service that focuses on news and information radio and podcasts. It provides free online streaming through their website, and on mobile applications 
on Androids, Blackberries. Blackberries? What? Blackberries. Are those even still around? I don't know, man. That's weird. Oh, oh my God. Okay, well, Blackberries and iPhone. It's been described as the most popular alternative to the default Apple Podcast app as of 2016. Oh, that's Stitcher. Stitcher Radio. It's where you can get the freshest episodes of your favorite podcast and radio shows streamed directly to your smartphone or iPad. No downloading or syncing. From NPR's Fresh Air to Adam Carolla, WNYC's Radio Lab to The Wall Street Journal, Rush Limbaugh to Rachel Maddow, and even our show, Keeping It Nerd, Stitcher organizes and delivers the world of talk radio fresh daily. Listen whenever and wherever you want. Listen to over 65,000 radio shows and podcasts on your iPhone, iPad, Android, or PC anytime, anywhere. Find Fine. Keeping, Keeping It Nerd on, on Stitcher, Stitcher Radio today. today. Or tonight, if you're listening at night. Or in the wee hours of the morning, if you happen to be waiting for our podcast feed to refresh as we upload this current episode. And now, on with the show. Stay tuned. More Keeping It Nerd on the way. Right. Yes. I know we didn't plan on talking about this. The Shazam trailer? Oh. Yeah. I don't know. No, we, uh, me and Raina talked about okay, it on, the, on the trailer, but what it. did you think of it then? We haven't discussed this yet. Uh-huh. I think it looks corny as shit. It's big. It, it is big. That's exactly what I was going to say is it's, it's big in a spandex suit. How do they see a path to success with this film? <laughs> well, they're trying to go for like the silly, like, uh, like Thor Ragnarok type deal. Like, Oh, it's kind of like silly ish. And no, Thor Ragnarok has characters that the public knows that the that the public loves. It's the comedy is handled with care and it's done expertly. Um, even the secondary characters are quirky, but they're appealing in some way. Yeah. Everyone in this movie, I don't give a shit about immediately. <laughs> like I will not give this movie a fucking dollar. I would have if they had The Rock uh, as a villain because he's supposed to play Black Adam. I thought that's what I heard. But he's supposed to be in, well, rumor is like he's going to be the villain in the Suicide uh, 2 movie, Suicide Squad uh, sequel. So I was like, well, there you go. That's how you will uh, make sure that movie still stays fresh because you got to bring that star power behind it. Well, he's going to win an Oscar for the most popular movie. Oh, I'm pretty sure, you know, The Rock. They created that category for Dwayne Johnson, right? Do you know about this? That the Academy. Okay, so this is... The Academy, Academy? Yeah, the Academy. real, the real Academy. This, we're not talking about the Nickelodeon fucking kids Academy. <laughs> no, this is not Kids Choice. This is not uh, the ESPYS. This is the Academy, the of Motion Picture Arts and Motion Pictures, whatever the the Academy Awards added a new category, most uh, best popular film. I don't know exactly what the criteria is in terms of if it has to make a certain dollar amount or whatever. Yeah. It seems as though they're trying to attract a younger audience. You know, a lot of people saying movies that I enjoy are not reflected in who the awards are given to. So it's not a lie. I know there's a lot of movies out there that are trash, but I still find entertaining, but I'm not going to gripe. It's like, why won't you recognize this as a fucking, you know, Academy Award movie? It feels as though it was, this is an award cultivated to ensure that the rock wins an Oscar before he and, and so that he has the ability to give a speech to launch his political aspirations upon the American public and uh, to start his uh, his campaign. Welcome to Keeping States. It Nerd, the theory segment <laughs> of the whole show. When was it? Is this is this, this is just is this new? Recently. Is this so it's going to be coming yeah, yeah. out. So the next Oscars. For the next Oscars, yeah. So they were talking about sort of if it had been last year, like then apparently, you know. Fucking Jumanji would have won? Well, well, this last year, Black Panther probably wins okay, an yeah, Academy yeah. Award, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or Get Out maybe or something, even though yeah. Get Out was nominated for, you know, the, the real. For a real, picture. for yeah, a real, yeah. be, for being recognized as a real movie. Yeah. So, I mean, so then you go back in time and, you know, the Star Wars and the Matrix and the, I mean, whatever, you know, would have been Academy Award winners. Now so yeah now we could potentially see a fucking or we could see Kevin Hart come up there and you know he wins for some sort of like CIA part two your central intelligence part two sequel that was just so great in the box right. office whatever makes the most money now is gonna you know have a chance to win the Academy Award and then after that do they get slimed <laughs> I feel like this is this is this is all leading is up to the Nickelodeon like? Nickelodeon kids are like gonna come over there and like teen choice award this shit uh, I, perhaps the, you know, they haven't really laid that out there, but, um, oh, we'll see. We'll see. Well, we'll see about that. And, um, I don't think even, even with those chances, I don't think Shazam will, uh, will <laughs> I win. I don't a, think will, Shazam is winning any Academy no, Awards anytime soon. Not, oh, they'll win a Razzie. 
They could potentially win. They could win a, win a couple of those. Oh, Razzie. Um, Anyways, yeah, the movie looks like dog shit. I'm out. <laughs> okay. Um, so. Sorry. No, that's fine. <laughs> hey, you can go ahead and hate DC too, just as much as I do. You know? I, I mean, I really do. I wish I didn't because I would love to have a conflicting opinion. It makes for more Rudy, see, this is why we need, if you had we Rudy need. here, he would have told you, you're full of shit, Ma. You don't know nothing. We actually, I'm, we're going to break the fourth wall a little bit. We have some, we have a friend here in the room. Sean, just real quick. Are you, are you going to ride for DC? Can you get on board? He's shaking, shaking his head violently. Now look at that. Oh, with great vigor, he just shakes it like, no, no, this is not, this is not my scene. I tried my best to get somebody else to join the conversation to uh, take up the other side, but it's just not going to happen. Um, and the last, the last thing on the DC, um, um, newsreel would be newsreel funny. Um, Grant Gustin, he was, he plays the flash on, uh, on the CW show, apparently he put it a put out a um, not tweet, but on Instagram he was body shamed uh, because of a new costume that was coming out for for the Flash uh, for the next season, and it didn't look so flattering. Uh, people were kind of like, uh, "I didn't have enough bulge or a bulk, if anything." Like, oh, yeah, because he's like, he's saying he's too skinny, and then he puts a thing out saying like, "Oh, you know, this is crap." Like, this is first off a photo that was I wasn't obviously ready for, like. This is a more in a relaxed state. This is just not, you know, like how dare you, like, this is just crap. Like you guys are body shaming someone who's actually dealt with body image issues before, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, I find it, I find that, you know, it's kind of weird that you, you also hear someone from who in, in, you know, not his defense, but I'm saying his, his body, like going, like he's not a fat guy. He's not an obese person where someone would say, holy shit, like he had the nerve to be wearing that. He, you know, he's a skinny guy. And some people would still find a way to, you know, shame him or bully him. And like, like oh, you know, he just doesn't look good on you. Like, it's, it's not even like uh, they weren't going after the, the costume itself. They were like kind of actually going after him. Yeah. And his care, how he's portraying his character and everything, I think was, you know, it was poorly done. And then, and then obviously all those leaked pictures came down and then the last 24 hours, uh, the CW and him, like they, they've put out like a full, full on press of like the photo, the actual like foot, like uh, photos that are without, you know, like promo photos of the suit, which in his defense, like, yeah, that's exactly, it looks great. I mean, it looks great. Like it, how it fits him. Like I, yeah. I, I, I do feel kind of like if you on like how it looks not on him, but just like the design, the design right. part, not the, the like how, like how it how it is on him like how he's filling it out exactly yeah that's um so i i feel like it's uh, i feel like i feel like in the world that we are in now it's like everyone has their fucking like two cents like i mean we're doing it right now like we have our own two cents we're saying we're saying of but course. It's, it's so I, I just find it so weird there were in his case like so he's fighting something about body image. We're like going, wow, look at that. Like the, the guy who is, who seems to be in, you know, pretty athletic shape and you know, sure. he still, he still gets that kind of crap. So it's just, it's out there. It's, That's going to be sad. anybody in the pub. I mean, anybody who's in the public like that, especially for, you know, making a living on based on, he's playing a superhero, quote unquote. Yeah. And the American public has a version in their mind of what a superhero should look like. Just yeah. like what a wrestler would look like. Since I have to talk about wrestling every time I'm on this podcast. <laughs> there he goes. It comes to quota. Vince McMahon has an idea of what his champion is going to look like. And it's six foot nine of steroid fucking muscle and smaller guys, Daniel Bryan, Shawn Michaels, whatever. Never doink. didn't get their chance. Doink. Well, or what was his other one? Hornswoggle. <laughs> I wasn't watching when Hornswoggle was around, but he was never going to be champion. Let's put it that way. He didn't oh, fit the body image. There was one other guy, uh, Crash Holly. <laughs> I don't think Crash uh, Holly was going to make it Another either. one of the guys that were just the like super a heavyweight. Bit. Crash Holly was never going to make it. And that's because Vince had an idea that he had been successful with these bigger than like Bruno San Martino and that you know, Hulk Hogan, these giant guys that are jacked up on steroids. And they are really... They are filling the image of what America sees as a superhero, right? Like yeah. Superman in the comic books or whatever. Whatever your image is of, I mean, gigantic muscles with bodies that are totally out of proportion. And even the Flash in the comic books, very muscular. Yeah. You know, even though he's super fucking fast, which in real life, you know, would probably be a more slender person for the most part. Yeah. I don't know. Usain Bolt's got some... He's got some bulk on him, but he has no stamina. The, the Flash has got stamina. He can move fast. Oh, yeah. He, exactly. In theory, yeah, he would be in really good shape. Long distance runner can move fast. 
I'm expecting him to be a little bit thinner, but that's not, it's not real life. He's an actor who's on TV, who's going to be heavily scrutinized in no matter what. It could have been an unflattering picture from any angle. And yeah. I, I, I feel for him. I don't know that his taking a stance like this is going to change sort of the American culture. I think from his perspective, it's probably better to let it go. He's almost like Kevin Durant. Like, why are you responding to these people? (laughs) If you just let it go, that's true. Yeah. If you just let it go, it'll won't become a thing anymore. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And I think he's sort of opening up a Pandora's box. Well, I think that's what happened. He he opened up, up, he opened up that, that, that open, uh, the opening because oh, I feel so bad for you. Cause you're so thin. Well, you, oh yeah. Bro. Now, now, yeah, now you add there's that part of it. Yeah. All, now so, you're going to add know. that. But yeah. then now you also added like going, Oh, now people are look, looking for these like photos. Cause I actually, I only saw the, his posting about it and I was like, Oh wait, there were photos already. Let me, I want to try and look for them. I couldn't yeah. find them. And then 24 hours later, then yeah, all of a sudden I see the new photos that are supposed to be coming out. Right. You know, the official photos I go, okay. And then, Actually, some people had maybe screenshot the old ones because then I could kind of see it on other sure. people. They're going, they were doing a side by side comparison, and I won't, I won't lie. They're going, I, I don't know what people's fucking gripes were. Like there was no fucking big difference except yeah, for like right. yeah, an, an angle here and there. Like people were really just probably blowing this shit out of proportion. And and you know, and then Grant, you know, unfortunately brought more attention to it with the with the whole thing. Like you gotta relax, just leave the trolls alone and not respond to them. Yeah, you're creating a bigger deal than you really the, need to. I'm sorry that you feel body shamed. It, you're fine. Yeah. I, I, I mean, and you know, I, I think at the end of the day, he also feels fine too. Is he, is, is, I think it was more of like a public service announcement type. He was going, Hey, you know what? I get bullied too about this bullshit. Like he's going, anyone out there who feels like they're getting body shamed, like I'm getting body shamed too, like type deal. Like let's, let's try and be better to each other type, you know, with, with each other. You know what, Vince? Let's just be better with each other. Me exactly. And you. Yeah. Look into my eyes. Look at- <laughs> I was uncomfortable. All right. What else we got? Um, and then we'll uh, move on. That's all, that's all, all the DC news we have. Okay, good. Um, we're going to move into <laughs> move into actually some uh, Marvel news. A sad one, actually, was uh, Stan Lee is no longer going to be performing public autograph signings. Sad, but yet actually necessary because... You were telling me that you've seen it firsthand and you are you think it's a good idea that he's not doing this. Yeah. Thing. The last uh, it convention up here was the Silicon Valley Comic Con and he was one of their special guests. So they... They had him, you know, do signing signings and stuff like that, meet and greets and photos. He was just being, you know, uh, I don't want to say he was being passed around like, like a, like a, like a, like a joint basically. Like, you know, he's being shuffled around everywhere. He just didn't look like he was happy. Right. Like I saw like people were posting photos of their photo with Stan Lee and he just looked like he was. Like grumpy the whole time. Yeah, right? he was a prop. Like at one point, I thought, like, oh, I think it's like they were calling it weekend at uh, weekend at stands oh, because God. he looked he looked like he was a wax figure. Oh, Stan. a lot of pictures. He wasn't smiling, and people said that he had, they had to wake him up uh, during signings, like, hey, Stan, there's a book in front of you. You have to uh, like sign it. And he's yeah. just like, he's kind of like shaking himself. Like, oh, okay. oh God, because how old is he? He's like uh, in his nineties, 90, like ninety five. Okay, I was gonna 90, say ninety three. High nineties already. Yeah. Do you think he continued to do it to this age for financial reason? Do you think he felt it? like an obligation to his fans. Like, what do you think the reason to keep sending him out there? Um, well, I, I think, uh, financially a little yeah. bit, uh, he doesn't need, probably needs some of, uh, God, some of the money sad. because I think, I just think that he, he sold it. He sold Marvel a long right. time ago before right. it became what it is now. Yeah. And, um, and he just realized, Oh shit. Like I should have been able to keep some of the properties. And I still think he feels like he, might've been not swindled, but he just might've been felt like I misled in a way sure. or like directed, like going, Please, please, Uncle Stan, uh, Grandpa Stan, please just sign this and we'll take care of everything. And all of a sudden he's going, sure. And then he signs it and all of a sudden, oh yeah, so wait, how much do I get here? No, you're done here. Like you got this one lump sum right. and you're done. But that's my life's work. I, I did that. Exactly. No, you didn't. We own it now. Yeah, it's, it's, like our, when, it's ours. Yeah. When uh, Kramer sold all his uh, stories to, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. to Jay Peterman. <laughs> exactly. And you, that didn't happen to you. That happened to me. <laughs> but I did that. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. You sold it. <laughs> That's exactly, exactly what what I feel. So then he's out there just, you know, on the circuit, just nonstop, basically touring, meeting people, shaking hands, kissing babies. At 90 something years old, you you should be relaxing. Yeah. He's, he's, he's in the twilight years. He should be just in his retirement time. Um, I was like, luckily I was able to see him a couple of times. And you saw him, he was a little more lucid, a little more. Well, yeah. Cause one of them yeah. was like, uh, it was, they called it an evening with Stan Lee. So basically okay. it was me and like uh, 15 other people that had. And like, you guys made love. 
you know, an evening with Stanley. It was, it was, it was an orgy. I don't want to. You know, he really needed the money, and if he wants that goddamn money, he better earn it. Wow, he just. Oh man, <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna disrespect him that way. You're disgusting. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Let me go. Uh, am, I I, am I getting kicked off my own podcast now for the things I've said? I was oh, Jesus about Christ! T- making tender love, and you just turned it into him. Just. <laughs> You're not, you couldn't see what I did with my hands there, but it was gross. He's patting me on the back, everyone. You know, he's <laughs> high-fiving me. He's, he's, he's congratulating me on the whole job well went done. went down a dark path. But you had an evening with no, Stanley. Yeah, you guys spent, I mean, you know, a group. A group. It was, it was, it was an uh, intimate setting, uh, yeah. and we were able to take photos with him. He signed a few of our books, and he had Q&A, which was the best part. Yeah, because, great. you know, he was able to engage with the fans, and he was so, like, he had, he had full, he was, like, full of life. Uh, when he was speaking with us about his whole, cause you could tell like the passion was still there. Sure. Telling everything. And it was just, it was just like, uh, here, you know, I remember watching like the old Marvel cartoons. You'd hear him doing the intros for like, yeah. hello, true believers. And yeah. you do all that. That's how he was. He was just talking with that same kind of passion, which was great. But now like, I don't feel like, I don't those think that's right. Gone. Those days are kind of gone. And I'm glad he's actually going to be taken off of these type of type of deals because and he shouldn't be doing these kind of things anymore. As much as like I don't, I don't. I mean, I would love to see him again. They come in, you know, whatever. But it's like, all right, no, like I get it. You 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 paid your dues. Like, yeah, this definitely. Is, and I'm sorry for whoever has not been able to, uh, you know, see him. Like that gives that just lets you know, like take the chance when you have the chance. Now, people, like if you ever see, you know, celebrities like that, and you have the moments to to do it, then um, obviously I'm not telling you to fucking like go stalk them and shit. I'm saying like, if you have a moment, like if they're going to be at a convention, they're going to be the signing. Like, yeah, like go ahead and try and do it. Like go try and do the meet and greets or whatever with them. Yeah. So you never know. Um, what else we got? What else we got? We got uh, just a couple more things here. Fantastic four comes back. That's one of his properties that he was so happy about. Are you a fantastic four fan? Not really. I feel like I should be more interested in that property being that it was sort of the first Marvel family. The Yeah. Like it was like the, the kickstart of this whole universe. Yeah. I'm just not into it. I think the thing looks lame. The big rocks, the pile of rocks. Stupid. Yeah. Dumb. <laughs> the human torch, the matchstick. Eh. Yeah. It would, it's a, it's a nice concept. It, it is not, it's has an interesting storyline. I just feel like it could be, it's, it's kind of like limited yeah. to, uh, never, to their dynamic. Never been carried out well in film. Yeah. Oh God. No. I trust that it can beat. Even with well. Disney taking over, really, yeah. right? I just, I, I, my gut tells me no. Even though I'm pretty much liked almost everything they've done so far, I'm totally not interested in in seeing well, where they go. The, the interesting thing I, I was thinking about the Fantastic Four actually coming back onto the comic book shelves. Mm-hmm. They've been out for the last two, three years, and now they're coming back. Coincidentally, when Fox and Disney now have made this, uh, you know, deal happen, and now Fantastic Four is back in its fold, and a new movie can possibly put out. So, oh, like, sure. oh, great! Like, I mean, you can bet on it. That's going to happen. Oh yeah, and then now I can say, well, let's let's go ahead and uh, let's start getting a full push back out there, uh, getting them in the public eye again. Of course, and I mean, there's there's a lot of stories they can write with that. You know, I read I read the first issue already. It's it's fine. It's, it's, it's one of those issues where like, okay, they're returning type deal. Right. You don't know. I mean, from there where you last left off. So it picks up okay. where you last left off. It's never, it's not like it's not a reboot. reboot. It's yeah. a return from a hiatus. Kind of. Exactly. So looking forward to that. We'll see where they'll go with that direction. Um, so back onto the movie news though, you have Samuel L. Jackson and Kobe Smulders. They'll be uh, reprising their roles in the Spider-Man sequel, Far From Home. They're going to be coming back as you know, uh, I'm going to say Samuel L. Jackson play Samuel L. Jackson. No, he's, uh, Nick Fury <laughs> and, um, uh, Maria Hill. I don't know in what capacity they will be brought back. Are they just there for like, the beginning and they get killed off because the events of far from home happen right after Avengers four. So I don't know. My theory is, um, Tony Stark will die in Avengers four spoilers. Everyone, if you guys don't know, Actually, it's not even a spoiler because it hasn't even happened. It's not even real. <laughs> but um, he'll die, and then Peter will feel so you know lost and distraught. But Nick Fury will take he'll him under his wing. Mentor, you yeah. new mentor, and he was like, you know what, kid, you know you come join Shield. You know we'll uh, we'll take you across. Or we'll take you around the world. You'll still you know you'll you'll do good, and you'll you'll do Tony a service by by doing this because his father created was was a founding member of Shield. And, you know, I could see like Peter be going, yeah, you know, you're right. Mr. 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 Stark would want me to do something like this. Yeah, you sure. Know. I can see that. Dad would want me to do something like this. What was that? I mean, Mr. Stark, <laughs> Mr. Stark. <laughs> I could see it. 
I can see it. And I'm happy to see that those characters are going to continue throughout because it, it, I think it, it just helps that through line from, from the, from sort of the first wave of movies from the first Avenger from all the way through. I like that there's that continuity because you know, they're, the movies are going to be changing. You're, we're going to be losing some characters yeah. through the storyline, but also as contracts are not renewed and the sort of whole focus, you know, phase four, phase five, because these movies are going to keep going. Oh, yeah. You're going to move away from those original characters, but it's nice if there's a little bit of that through line, something. Uh, yeah, there's some sort of bridge. Yeah, just a little bit of a bridge. Be, and they're it, the perfect characters. Yeah, it'd be good because they're not they're, they're like the main characters, but they're obviously characters that were, were there from the beginning. Yeah. And um, let's see here. I don't... I mean, I don't know. Like I said, we don't know the capacity. Like if they just show up in the f- beginning and then they end up dying, like right, right, right before, like they come back out of the snap, like going, yeah, and then they die, and they told Peter run, and then I'm going, that was your fucking big like. Sure, glad they announced that. Exactly right. You hit art. You hit. You hit, you did it. Congratulations, uh, Marvel. Um, we'll, we'll look out for them in the next next year. Actually, when it comes out in July, we'll see where uh, where that takes us. Um, and the last item actually on our list today is a really small one. Well, it's not small for me, uh, for a lot of people, probably a lot of the audience, but for me it is a bit because I'm not really a Star Trek fan, but Patrick Stewart is reprising his role as Captain Picard in the new Star Trek series. So we get to uh, look at more face palms in the, in the future, <laughs> right? I mean, I never watched any of the next generation. You know, I remember watching that a little bit. When I was a little kid, I was never, I would never watch it consistently, but if I, I had some family members who liked it, if I saw it on, I would watch it like in passing and I, that was all right. Yeah. I'm the same way. Like we're both Star Wars guys and I know it's either Star Wars or Star Trek. I don't know if you're, I don't know if it's Trekkie. I don't know if it's Trekker. I don't want to offend anybody too much. Exactly. Uh, uh, you ever watch that movie Fanboys? Uh, yes, I do. <laughs> I did like that movie. You know, my uncle Brian is a huge Star Trek fan from the 60s, you know. Okay. And he goes to the Star Trek convention. Convention. Well, he goes to the main one in Las Vegas. Yeah, they every, like year. every year. Yeah. yeah, so it was just last week, I think. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was in the room when they made the announcement. With oh, Stewart, did he lose so his shit? He totally lost his shit. He was very excited See, about that's, that. See, that's good. I'm glad. Yeah, I'm glad you it know, was a real cool thing and they actually got chosen he won like a uh oculus rift headset because they won oh, they yeah. had some okay. sort of door prize or something like i don't know they called him up and his kid you know my cousin so he got that to, and the news that Captain yeah, Picard is coming so back. he had a real good time at the uh at the Star one of the Wars best convention. conventions for him then absolutely yeah i would like to have him on the show maybe one time just to ask him about star trek World. oh i'm and, sure he'd be glad yeah ooh, he'd be good he very knowledgeable um and, uh, he can educate me on, he can educate me, like, is Trekkie, Trekker, what's <laughs> what's the right vernacular? I do not want to say something where, you know, I get backhanded and then all of a sudden a, a, a phaser is set on stun and all oh here I'm in God. the corner like drooling into a fucking like pool of my own, uh, my own shit. Oh my God. Nobody wants to see that. I remember being at, staying at his house, you know, him and Lanth, they used to live in San Francisco and on the, his old like Mac, like or Apple IIe computer, whatever it was. It was yeah. some old Apple computer playing like the Star Wars, like CD-ROM. Star Wars or video, Star Trek? I mean, Star Trek video games from like Star Wars. <laughs> On the CD-ROM? No, yeah. Is you said? Yeah. And I remember something to the effect, oh God, what was it? The, uh, like, uh, they have some overarching sort of like, oh, to boldly go where nobody ever has got, oh, yeah. whatever their thing is. Yeah. And I thought that, you know, in the game, it says, remember to uphold like whatever... And I thought that was like the mission I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah. And I just remember the look on his face of like, no, no, you don't get it. That's like, that's the thing you always have to uphold. And now this is your mission here with on the enterprise this time. And I'm like, all right, I'm not, I'm not part of this nerd realm <laughs> at all. I'm just going to stop asking questions because I don't want to seem dumb. Jeremiah, you're staying with us for a full fucking weekend. You better get on goddamn border. You, exactly. You're going to sleep in the goddamn doghouse. So then I sort of gave up and I just spin around in circles and shoot my phaser at the wall. I'm like, all right, I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to go play with my pogo ball or whatever. Like I'm oh, out of here. My God. Um, but yeah, um, and for him and for other Star Trek fans, good for them. Good like, for he's them. a very beloved character. Yeah. Um, and actually that's, uh, that's actually going to, give us a wrap here for the weekly um right. as we part any parting uh shots any shouts um your know, socials any all that good stuff um yeah uh twitter instagram that all that good stuff xj dmcx uh yeah it's good to be here man thanks for having me on of course Fun always to be good back to in the bay yeah absolutely have to do it again sometime mm-hmm. and uh yeah, it's always fun. All right, great. Uh, everyone, to please like, like, rate, subscribe. Um, send us any emails at the Keeping It Nerd Podcast at gmail.com. Follow us on uh, basically 
mostly uh, Instagram. I know we have a Twitter <laughs> out there, but you know, it's keeping it, keeping it nerd on both, uh, all the, both cool, all the cool kids are on Instagram anyways. Exactly. Um, I guess, I don't know. You know what? I better delete all my tweets on the keeping it nerd, uh, Twitter. You need to clean that shit now. Doing it right now. Here Wipe we go. It. There go. We're going to start over right now. <laughs> All right, everyone. Everyone have a good week. Bye. Later.